I want to talk to you a little bit about Jace Medical. Um, here we are living in the United States, greatest country ever, uh, where we have had, had access to everything since really World War II. Once World War II was over, the world changed. I, I honestly believe the best time to be alive as a human would have been in the 1950s in America. Uh, where things were safe and plentiful and everything was ahead and growing. You know, it must have been an amazing time. Um, we, are, we are moving into a different time. And right now, our, uh, our medicine is made overseas. Okay. Uh, if we have a breakdown of anything, we are going to be short of antibiotics because we don't make any of them or even have the, the basic ingredients to make them here. They come from China. I want you to go to jacemedical.com. You can have antibiotics in your home through Jace Medical. Go to jasemedical.com. Get a Jace case. Use the promo code BECK and you'll get a discount. jacemedical.com. You know, I, I said to you years ago, if you're a longtime listener of mine, that you have to understand Woodrow Wilson if you're going to understand how did we get here. That was about 2006. Once you understand Woodrow Wilson and the early progressives, you'll not only know where we came from in turn of the century, but where we're headed to. And a lot of this has to do with eugenics and all the dark stuff that is going on right now in America. Um, but there is another force that I think you really need to understand, and that is the force of evil. Yesterday, I had uh, Jonathan Kahn on with us. He is He's written, I don't know, books that have sold millions and millions and millions of copies all around the world. He's written a new one that is a must-read. It's called The Return of the Gods. And yesterday, we left our conversation off on the possessor, the enchanter, the destroyer, but there's another one or another aspect to this. We're worshiping all of these ancient gods and we don't even know it. If you understand it, you will understand we are not fighting flesh and bone. This is a, a war of good and evil. And he'll explain it, wrap it all up here in the next uh, 25 minutes or so uh, and show us the way out. Jonathan Kahn joins us in 60 seconds. All right. Uh, I, as you know, I collect history. And uh, I am collecting just about everything that shows our way of life and what life has been like in America. And I will tell you, you have to do this yourself. Your family photos are proof of what America really was like. I really honestly believe that in 
you know, a couple of decades, people are not going to believe that our life was like it was, that America was like it was. You have to preserve your own family history. Please do this. All of your memories are fading away if they're on videotape or any kind of old format. They're gone soon. Those things were only meant to last about 10 years, and your photos are fading every single day. Please, one million families have joined me. Trusted Legacy Box to preserve our past. Your past is also part of my past. For a limited time, Legacy Box is running a $9 videotape sale that's a 65% discount. There's never been a better time to convert your entire collection. Look, you just get the box. You don't have to act on it right away. You call, you get online, you order the box, they send it to you, and then when you're ready, you send it in. Get this sale right now with the box at LegacyBox.com Beck. Shop their $9 tape sale. I haven't seen that offer ever. LegacyBox.com Beck. Jonathan, welcome back to the program, sir. Hey, great to be back, man. Okay, we've got only 30 minutes. I'm sorry I have to okay. cut this one okay. short. But I want to I go in. Yesterday we talked about the Dark Trinity, yeah. which was uh, uh, Ball or Bale and um, Moloch. And the other one was, uh, I want to say, Ishtar, right? Yeah, Ishtar or Ashura in the Bible, the Enchantress, yeah. Okay. So now there is a, and I don't know if I understand this correctly, there is a, is this another god or another side? Uh, a, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's another side. This is, this is the second one. This is the Enchantress. Uh, this is Ishtar or Ashtora or Aphrodite. Um, and there's another side to her, and that's why in the book, you know, yeah, it's, it's as the Transformer. And the reason yes. is it's such a major thing. There was another side, and that is that in, when I looked at the ancient inscriptions about this goddess, and she says that I am a woman, I am a man. In the, in the hymns to her, it says you have the power to turn a man into a woman and to turn a woman into a man. So now look at what we're dealing with right now. Crazy. Yeah. This is the, this is the, the power, the principality that bends gender, destroys gender, merges gender, confuses gender. And the thing is, this is also the same principality that is of the sexual revolution. So this couldn't come at the beginning. It's too radical. But once this spirit gets in our culture, once marriage starts weakening, once the sexual revolution goes full blast, then we get to the deeper stage. And that's where we are right now. That's why we're dealing with it. This is the issue. Again, all over the culture, it is to bend, destroy, to basically engender. And that's exactly what she did in ancient times. As part of paganism, it's back. So it is, you know, what's crazy, uh, Jonathan, is I can't thank you enough for doing all of this research and writing this book. Because I've known <clears throat> pieces of this, and I just haven't had time to put it all together like you have. Um, and it, when you, once you start to see it, yeah. you, if you believe in God, you, you can't really dismiss it because you can't. There's no way to logically explain how we've gone in five years to from a country that said, no, that's a dude in a dress and it's fine. It's a dude in a dress to uh, that's absolutely a woman. And how dare you say anything different? He can get pregnant and he can have a period. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, th- th- it's not rational. And not that, rational even, at all. Even even people who are not believers are saying it's not rational. And the thing is that it is, but it exactly makes sense. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Correct. Know? And and the you know the God is basically it says she grinds away the masculinity of men. And and so the first thing is that it's not just in the sexual realm; it's in every realm. We have the spirit in the culture which basically hates masculinity, hates men. You know, everything that is of man is toxic. Fatherhood is you know out. This is the principality that. Took basically divorces men from fatherhood, men from marriage, men from ma- manhood, men from women, and at the same time, it says that you know that she also takes women away from men and masculinizes or defeminizes women. And actually, this this principality, this goddess, was a technically female with male attributes. And so this whole thing, this spirit, is in our culture, and now we're kind of seeing the tail end of it. The other thing is that you mentioned something. You know, one of the the ancient inscriptions says that she dresses men as women. She dresses a woman as a man. So she had an ancient priesthood, and the priest basically was men who walked around her temple dressed up as women, basically acting like women. And they would, listen, this is a public temple. They would bring children to the men who were dressed in drag, basically. So when you see this now, oh you see that it is, you know, we don't even know what we're doing. They don't even know what they're doing, but it is exactly replaying the priesthood of this goddess. And to go even further, we said, you know, we were talking last, yesterday, that, you know, Jesus gave the warning. He said, when these spirits come back, they come back worse. Well, back then, she basically possessed her priesthood. Now she's seeking to possess an entire generation of children. She is seeking to confuse them. She is seeking, you know, where once they were led in the Lord's Prayer in school, they are now led to transition into the other sexuality. And speaking of that, you know, it says you turn a man into a woman. Some of her priests were literally surgically transitioned. And so it comes from that. They actually, there's actually an inscription, I put it in the Return of the Gods, where it says they dance, the transition men dance before her, carrying scalpels, celebrating their transition. So now we're watching parents, you know, and, and teachers transitioning children, and, you know, even, even again, even liberals, non believers are saying, what would possess a, an adult to do that? Well, this would possess them. I have to tell you, Jonathan, I, I should sit down with you and, and share something because you would have the time to look at this. I, I talked to a, the, a guy who was a, a professor at Cambridge, and he had his doctorate of ideas. I had never even heard of that. I thought it was the greatest. He takes things that seemingly are not connected, and he shows the connection from all of these things. And that I've always felt like that's kind of what I'm good at. And I told him, look, I think I can take the story of the Holocaust, I can tell you where the next one is going to originate from, mm. and I can track it all the way back to Abraham. And he said, mm. no way you can yeah. do that. And I spent 90 minutes with him explaining, he said, you should get your doctorate of ideas just based on that. Mm. Um, I'd love to sit down some point, just talk to you privately about it, because yeah. the, the secret to that is each time it comes back, and the same is here. Each time it comes back, the people are convinced that it's just their culture. It's reasonable for some reason or another up until the very end. Um, and it's just the right thing to do. They don't know the history. And so they dismiss this as a force of evil that thinks it's got it right this time. Yeah, this, 
we have a short memory, you know, I mean, and, and that's understandable, you know, because we don't, we don't think in thousands of years, and we don't see this unless you're looking, and, and the problem is because you don't, if you don't see it, you just kind of get, go along, and here's the next step and the next step, uh, things you never would have accepted just a few years ago. Example, you know, that, that you know, one of the things that this goddess did, or this transforming uh, enchantress, what she did is she actually, she was the goddess of parades. She had, she, it says, I looked at the ancient inscription, she caused men to parade as women through the city streets, women to parade as men through the city streets, um, the, the great color and licentiousness, well, it's back. And actually, the thing that ended it was actually the gospel. You know, we don't realize this. And then the other thing is that she took possession of one month in the year. This, this, is, this is paganism. One month of the year. What month? I looked at the writings of St. Jerome, because it was still happening then, and he identifies it in Latin as the month of Iunium, or the month of June. June was the month of this goddess. She took possession. She's the goddess of pride, and so it's the pride month, and we don't even realize it. This is oh when you take gosh. God out. This is what comes back. Oh, my gosh. It's so amazing. You have to yeah. read this book. It's called The Return of the Gods by Jonathan Kahn. It'll blow you away. Um, we're going to continue here in a minute. Just give me 60 seconds back with Jonathan Kahn. By the way, you can grab this book, The uh, Return of the Gods, anywhere books are sold. Uh, or you can uh, also go to his uh, website, which I believe is books by, yeah, booksbyjonathancahn.com books by jonathancon.com all right jason wrote in about his dog experience with uh, rough greens he says i have a nine-year-old great dane with a thyroid problem she can't take her medicine because it makes her throw up constantly before i tried rough greens she slept 23 hours a day i can't tell you the difference she's more active than she's she's been forever she jumped up on my shoulders twice in the last week she hasn't been able to do that in years thank you jason Thank you for listening and just trying it. it. It'll change the life of your dog. At least it has mine. Apparently, it has yours, too. Naturopathic Donis, uh, Dennis Black, he is a doctor, a naturopathic doctor. He invented uh, the really the solution of getting the right nutrients and probiotics to your dog in their dry kibble food. And it's Rough Greens. You sprinkle it on the food. Roughgreens.com. Get your first bag free. Rough Greens. R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 833-GLEN-33 or roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So, uh, Jonathan, we've got now about eight minutes, and I want to make sure that we get to the things that you think are important. Um, yeah. I, I will yeah. tell you, I think it's fascinating because we—I remember talking about it on the air when they took the uh, the doorway from Iraq of—I think it was the mm. Temple of of Baal, yep, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they took that doorway and they put it in New York and Washington. And I remember, like, that's a portal. Don't don't do that. Don't. Why would we do that? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. uh, did that play a role in this? Yeah, I actually, I actually was there, Glenn. You know, I went, when they did that, I wanted to witness this. We actually filmed it. They had this whole ceremony in New York City. I mean, they played music of Baal. The leaders of New York City Jeez. were there. And, and it was exactly it. It's a portal. And the thing is that Baal, or the, that, that principality, is the one that opens the door. It's the first one. And notice something else. You know, when the other time when it appeared in, in Washington, it appeared during the hearings over the Supreme Court 
Kavanaugh, you know, as and the whole thing was over abortion, which is linked to bail as well. Right. And so it appears right outside the Capitol building. So absolutely, and it keeps going. And in fact, speaking of the Supreme Court, you know, the there were, you know, I said there's there was one time of the year particularly linked to this goddess, and it was June, and it was and particularly the last days of June, which is the time of the summer solstice, and it's the days of the goddess. Well, there were three major decisions of the Supreme Court. I mean, if you can believe that, this actually affects the Supreme Court. Three major decisions from 2013 to 2015, which basically changed gender and changed marriage at the end. We all remember the last one. And Well, the first one, 2003, took place last days of June, days of the goddess, June 26. The second one, 10 years later, took took place last days of June, days of the goddess, June 26, same day. The, the, when the marriage was struck down, as we know it, it would, took place same time, same exact day, and that date is linked to the mystery of the goddess. And when, if you remember, when, you know, the President Obama lit up the White House as a yeah. rainbow, which, and by the way, I didn't even share this, but the ancient goddess was linked to the rainbow. That was linked to her sign. There's a dark secret about the rainbow that I put in the book that is linked to how she basically wages war. So that's why this whole thing has taken over everything. And the thing is that, so they lit up the White House, and that day on the Hebrew calendar, or the Bible, or the Babylonian calendar, is the 10th of Tammuz. Now, I looked in the ancient records, and it said this. That day, the 10th of Tammuz, is appointed to cast a spell to basically alter sexuality, cause a man to love a man. That's the day the Supreme Court did what it did to marriage. Amazing. So this affects everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Okay. You, we're in this. So, we're, as you said, we're warring not against flesh and blood. We are all in this, and we need to know what we're dealing with so we can overcome. So I have asked the audience all week to fast and pray with me for our nation yeah. and to break this evil that is around our, our necks. Um, and if, by the way, if you haven't started yet, doesn't, it's not too late to start. You can just start it right now. Um, but, but, but what do we do? What, what do you recommend? How do, how do we, can you reverse this, uh, at this point without just massive upheaval? What, what, what do we do? Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, well, one thing, you know, and, and the last part of the book, and there's, of course, much more, but the last part of the book is about the hope, and, it's, and I call it the other God, because we do, if we have God, we still get to remember we have a greater power. And, and the thing is, a few things about it. One is that, that you know, if I look at the culture, I, I don't, wouldn't see much hope, but we've got to remember, you know, that, first of all, when these principalities have come back, they've come back with a vengeance, they've come back with a target, they're actually, you know, they were cast out by Christians first, you know, so there's a target against Christians. Christians, number one, and conservatives because they stand in the way and they seek total domination. But the thing is that that you know we got to remember we you know we're not the first ones to deal with this. You know you know Moses dealt with it. You know he dealt with the gods of Egypt. Elijah dealt with the gods of Canaan. Paul dealt with the gods of Rome. This is actually the rule more than the exception. So the thing is we have a power. The first thing is if there's anything in in your I'm talking about the people who are listening in your life that is linked to this, whether it's pornography, whether it's whatever, something that you're putting ahead of God that you got to get out of your life. Number one. Number two, that we have to remember we have a power that is so much greater. The name of Jesus, or Yeshua, is actually the name that casts these things out of the entire civilization of Rome. We've got that power, but we cannot be timid, because one of the things that these things do is they seek to cancel any opposition, to silence and intimidate every yeah, opposition. I, I was just going to ask you, because we had... Uh uh the swimmer what was her name um that yeah, was just leah or something no not leah the, the other one riley gaines yeah riley gaines was just given a speech in san francisco and this trans mob attacked her 
Uh, and uh, and was this part of these gods where it just gets ugly and brutal and violent? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Look what happened when Baal got into the culture of Israel. You had the days of Ahab and Jezebel, and they actually actually hunted down believers. I'm going to share something I never shared, you know, but, but, you know, we just had this shooting, you know, at at Nashville, you know, and it was Christian, Christian school, you know, and it was a transgender person and who, you know, the whole thing. Well, the thing is that one is that, is that, you know, one of the numbers of the enemy, we all know this, is 666. Well, how many people were killed? Six. The, the three, the adults, their ages were basically 60, 61, 60. 666. The children, their ages were 999. That, turn it around, that's 666. That, this was a possessed person. You know, in fact, the name of the person, the last name was Hale, Audrey Hale. Hale means someone who dwells in the hollows. That's what, in the Bible, it speaks about the demoniac in this. So the point is, we're in a spiritual war. But I want to, I want to say something of, of hope. Somebody, when I was writing the, the Return of the Gods, somebody tells me, this word is going to be linked to the breaking of altars. The breaking of the, Well, the day I finished the book, it was June 24th. That day, the Supreme Court struck down Roe versus Wade. That is the biggest altar we have. It's the beginning of that. So there is hope, you know, and we've got to remember, if we're a people of God, there is hope, but we have to stand. This is not the time to be silent or to be intimidated. This is the time to be like the apostles, you know. This is going to be the greatest time for those who stand for God. You know, you know the, the, when the dark gets darker, the lights have to get brighter, and I totally agree with you. I'm so glad you call for prayer and fasting, because Jesus said these things come out by prayer and fasting. Yes. We're not praying for one person. We're praying for an entire civilization. And, you know, uh, it is, uh, it's, it's interesting to me that if we are on God's side, that does not lead to violence. I mean, look at right. look at all of the apostles and how they died. Uh, I mean, and that changes the world. Um, and yeah. you know, I don't, I don't, well, I don't want to do that. But the way to change evil, we cannot fight evil with evil. You don't, yes. you don't uh, conquer hate with hate. It's got to be love. And somehow or another, we have all of us got to find compassion. Uh, and love for the people who are caught in this trap right now. They're our yeah, friends we, and our families. Yeah, yeah, we're we're all we're all dealing with it, and everybody who's listening has people in their life who are totally in it. And we got to remember, we're all in the same boat. You know, it's not like a, it's not like there's a war on of them. We're in the same boat. These things are against everyone. Remember, they, last yesterday we were speaking about what their what their name is. It, in Hebrew, it's the Shadim. They destroy. They destroy the people who are involved in it. You know, yeah. I'm praying with the, the book that people don't just get it for themselves, but get it for the people in their life. Yeah. That's what, and, and you're totally right, Glenn. Here we are on Good Friday. You know, we're talking about this, and it's a power of love. We got a great power, but we have to stand in that power. Jonathan Kahn, the name of the book is The Return of the Gods. I can't recommend it highly enough. Uh, This, I think, is uh, the answer of what we're experiencing right now that you just can't explain. Pick it up wherever books are sold. The Return of the Gods, also available at booksbyjonathancahn.com. Thanks, Jonathan. The Glenn Beck Program. Listen, if bacon is important to you, and it is to me, okay, let me tell you about Good Ranchers. Three reasons that I subscribe to Good Ranchers. The first and most important is, yeah, bacon. They get, I get free bacon for a year, $240 uh, value. Uh, you know, I should be able to stop the fatness, but I can't. I love bacon and bacon in every box. 
Goodranchers.com. Use the promo code Beck. Subscribe, uh, you know, to get the bacon. Second reason. When you subscribe to Good Ranchers, you lock in your price. You're not going to be able to go to the meat counter at your grocery store and say, hey, if I buy my meat from you, will you not raise my price? No. That's what Good Ranchers will do. Lock in your price now. Trust me. You need to do that with everything in your life. Good Ranchers also, all of the meat is the top high quality meat, all from American ranchers. So chicken, fish, beef, whatever it is, GoodRanchers.com. Save 20 bucks off your box by using the promo code BECK. GoodRanchers.com, promo code BECK. GoodRanchers.com. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. New code here. Stand up. You'll save 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. I think Easter is, I think it is the most important holiday. Jeez, I just feel like Taylor Swift. I was at, uh, it was, uh, I was in a small group of people. It was the Times, or not the Times, uh, Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People. And Taylor Swift was standing on stage. There was only like 100 of us in the room. And she's singing, Elton John is in the front row Bill Clinton is sitting right next to him. And she said, she stops singing a song. She's like, you know, I have this theory that love songs are really just poetry set to music. Mm. And that's That's the deepest thing she ever thought. Deep. That's deep. That's honestly, compared to some of her lyrics, really impressive. So I, I kind of felt like Taylor Swift when I said, you know, I think that Easter is really important. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. Thanks for the brain dump. Uh, so anyway, uh, but it is, you know, I've often talked about the trilogy of of holidays, Thanksgiving, that if we humble ourselves, we're on our knees just at the right level to see the baby Jesus in the crib. And then New Year's is a chance to start all over because that's what Jesus brought to us. But the day to really start all over really began today, you know, in ancient times. And the resurrection of Christ. I don't, I don't know if, do we, I mean, do we believe in this? I do. This is the victory of the soul over death. And a lot of people don't even believe in the soul. But it is the the existence and the progression of the individual personality beyond the grave. And I think uh, I think it's so, so clear we all have a soul if you have children and especially if you have many children because they all come out completely different. You're like, where is that coming from? The first thing that the Lord said to his disciples when they saw him was, peace be unto you. Then he showed him his hands and his side. And what did he say? Peace be unto you. Before his crucifixion at the Last Supper, he's washing the feet 
of the guy he knows was going to turn him in. These words I have spoken to you that in me you might have peace. I think his message is kind of clear. So now Easter morning, this time around, we see a world that is not at peace but in turmoil. And I don't mean just wars and rumors of wars. I mean the peace in our own home and in our own selves. We see and live turmoil every day. And it's all man-made. We all know it doesn't have to be like this. What, what, what happened? Why is it like this? It's all man-made chaos. But you have light. And if you actually use that light, you'll see past the darkness. There's no reason to fear what comes next. None. Don't let fear rule you. Don't. If you give in to the fear, that means we're putting our trust in men more than God. And every time that happens, every time we say, follow God, it's good. Every time we say, follow man, follow the science, really bad things happen. We cannot lose our strength, let it dissipate because of fear. A timid, fearing people can't do the work that's ahead. And you, believe it or not, you may not think so, but I'm telling you it's true. You were born for this time. You are where you are for a reason. And you might think, no, you don't know me. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. If you think you were, you've done worse than I have in my life, if you think you are a bigger loser than I have been in my life, come on, come on. I am the champion of losers. But I stopped believing because I had to. I stopped believing the lie that my life is just wasted or I don't know why I'm here or there's no reason for me. It'd be better off without me, etc. And I just realized if I want to live, I better turn myself over and let him make all of the decisions. And I didn't do it because I I didn't do it because I wanted to. I did it because I had to. There was no other choice. Are you feeling like maybe there's no other choice in our country? Are all the options being eliminated? Do you trust anything? Because I don't. I trust one thing. God. I asked you this week if you would join me, and many in the audience have gathered me or have gathered around today uh, with me in a moment of humility and fasting to ask God for His help. We need, honestly, if we get what we deserve, oh my gosh, I'll take what we deserve if it will humble us to be able to go back onto his team. But I don't want that to happen. We have to ask God, A, forgive us. Help our nation. And help us 
help free the world again. And not by armies or anything else, but by love. It was 1863 that Abraham Lincoln set the 6th of September apart. It was a day of fasting and of prayer. He said, I do with this, I do this with the hope that the people of our nation will assemble in their various places of worship and in their homes, that they will go down on their knees around their own hearthstones and appeal to our Heavenly Father for our now war-torn country to be restored to its former condition of happiness and peace. I don't want to restore us to our former condition. I want us to find a way to a much brighter future where more people are living in peace and harmony and more people are free and more people have the ability to control their own lives and be happy and healthy. He continued, our nation has had a growth and development the like of which no other nation has ever known in the history of the world. But the difficulty with us is we have forgotten God. That's where we are, gang. The motto of our country is in God we trust, but I don't think so. Our, our, our government is certainly not operating that way. And I'm not sure we operate that way. Some do. Thank God millions do. Do we trust in God or not? Answer that question this Easter weekend, because it will it will lighten your load and lift your mood. And many times, my wife and I will be talking about, just, you don't know what it's like living with me. Before, before I say it to you, I usually say it to her, and she's like, do I have to listen to her? Okay. The one thing that we have, we've embraced now is this saying, huh, well, I'm interested to see how that's going to work out. Because nothing I can do about it. It's other people's choices. So I'm interested to see how that works out for my kids, for my country. Hmm. That's not the way I would go, but I'm interested to see how that works out. And it gives us the peace of mind that we're not in control, uh, but we are in control of our own choices. And I know we'll be happy. I could be. No, no, no. I can't say this. I hope. I pray that I could be the guy in the concentration camp that's happy. I don't know how they do that, except they believe in God. And so they know everything is his will. It's, it's all going to work out. That's my goal. I want to I be that guy someday. Come together with your family. Come together with friends frequently and pray and plan and work for the nation and the world you want to live in, not against, work for something. Our world is in upheaval. It's, it's a day of destruction. Look past the smoke. Look up. There must be trust and faith in our hearts. Hope must walk with us side by side. We have to remember charity and peace and kindness. I've got so much to work on. Luckily, I'm not alone. Today, as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, there is a cloud of spiritual heaviness hanging over the world. 
just like there was darkness that afternoon in the time of the crucifixion. The battle against this mad orgy will create a spiritual resurrection. We will rise together with one another in a newness of life. Love your enemy. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. You need to be the child of your father who is in heaven watching us all. It is our destiny to lead men from good to e- from evil to good. It is our destiny to boldly proc- proclaim everlasting truth. It is our destiny to prepare without fear. It is our destiny and your destiny to accept our mission at this time in our world's history with faith and the courage that is born of faith. I pray for you and our country today. May the protection of all of heaven be about us. May the Lord qualify us for the heavy duties that lie ahead. Long may our land be bright with freedom's holy light. Protect us by thy might, great God, our King. Happy Easter. Your home is going to look a lot better once you've gotten new window treatments from Blinds.com. You could take my word for it because I've used them several times, but I recommend you check them out for yourself. Just go to their website and look at the amazing selection and prices. Right now, 40% off selected products at Blinds.com. Blinds.com has been in the business since the 1990s when nobody was doing anything with the Internet. Uh, you know, it took you like 45 minutes to download a picture. Can you imagine selling draperies online with just the green monochrome screen? That must have been easy. Well, they made it easy in those days. So, you know, they've got this system down. Uh, you want it installed? You just click installation at checkout. One price, no matter. I mean, I suggest if you're a hotel and you're going to put new curtains in, do this. Click installation. One price for all of the windows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll be sorry they ever saw you coming. Anyway, um, you can also have uh, a design expert to help you for free. Best thing is they've covered over 25 million windows and counting. They have 100% satisfaction guarantee. No guesswork, no hassle, no multiple trips to the store. Shopblinds.com now. Save 40% off selected products. 40% off selected products now at blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Can you stop? Would you stop, please? They've got a lot of options. That's just what I'm saying. Are you fasting? Because I know you didn't eat. Are you fasting or are you just right. torturing yourself for me by reading the new, uh, the new oh. Burger King melt? Well, I saw, I saw a commercial. I thought it was, I mean, yeah. they went through all the trouble to make it. I thought I should check it out. Right. Okay. You know, they've got multiple melts. So let me ask you something. 
when you fast, we're fasting from food, right? Right. Okay. Now, I I don't want to be I don't want to be one of those guys who's all technical. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's not the spirit of this. Right. But is McDonald's considered food? <laughs> I'm I'm just saying it's cl- it's pretty close to food if it's not exactly food. Okay. Is there anything that's further away from food? I then McDonald's. What I mean? What about a milkshake? No, that's food. No, that's a tr- that's a drink. It's clearly a drink. It My come, gosh, you know you does sound it like, come through a straw? Do you, yes. Do you know, food and drink, fasting food and drink. You know who you sound like me when I say to my wife, "You go ahead, have that cinnamon roll. I'm having a piece of pie, fruit, Scott. You know, flour in it, like your little, you know, roll or whatever you're eating. <laughs> flour. What What does flour have to have to do with bread? I mean, flour is at every Flowers, meal. Well. Yeah, but she's like, it's pie. So? No, well, you just wolfed pie. The obvious loophole there is just a Danish. Correct. You just go with a Danish. You get this. Well, no, you get I don't a piece want the loophole. That's not, that's a downgraded piece of pie. Mm. That's all Danish is. I feel I guilty the- about having pie. Have pie. Have pie. And what? I'm going to put a scoop of ice cream on it in the morning. So I'm having a glass of milk. Yeah, milk, though, is blatantly a beverage, and a milk shake is just a beverage that has been shook. <laughs> Therefore, now, that is absolutely allowed I think allowed there were these kinds of people back in the times of Jesus, <laughs> but I don't remember exactly. I'm a little, I'm a little hazy because I'm fasting. So uh, maybe we're doing something that's not quite right. Well, many years ago, Burger King introduced yeah. uh, a, a new kind of straw called the pipe, and it was a very thick like it was a big opening, so you could yeah. suck up like entire Oreos up up the pipe. I mean, <laughs> that if does you not put sound good. Oh. <laughs> to, no, I mean it sounds delicious. Okay. but the way you said that okay. does not sound good. My, my <laughs> point here is that anything you can put in the milkshake is also not food. So you can put cookies, cake pieces, uh, fruits, whatever you want Steak. in there. Steak, a steak shake, steak and shake. Steak, you can have steak and shake today, a hundred percent on a fast. Happy Easter program. <laughs>